0: You're listening to Stories by Scrimber. On this podcast, you'll hear motivational stories from junior devs who have recently gone on to secure a job. Today, I'm joined by Benedicta. Benedicta is a really inspiring woman from Norway. She was building a career in retail. Up until last year, I think she'd never written a single line of code. Now she's employed by one of Norway's biggest newspaper companies as a junior dev. What you might find surprising about Benedicta's story is that when she was offered the job, they explained to her that her technical skills weren't actually, like, mind-blowing. But her attitude, eagerness to learn, and communication skills set her apart from the competition. This is a dream scenario where you get paid to learn. This company is investing in her development as a developer. No pun intended. This is the story about how Benedicta changed career, raised two kids while learning to code during a global pandemic, and now earns to learn at one of Norway's most recognisable newspapers. Today, I'm joined by Benedicta. Hi, Benedicta.
1: Hi. <laughs> it's
0: so good to have you here.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here.
0: The reason why we're chatting is because I saw on discord, you recently got a job offer as a developer. That's right. Can you That's tell us right. a bit more about that?
1: Um, well, first of all, I, uh, applied for a job there, uh, at, uh, it's called, uh, Vega and it's, uh, one of the biggest newspapers here in Norway. Um, so I applied at it. I found it by accident actually in the console, um, And uh, yeah, and I got first a code, uh, a code, I don't know what it's called, like uh, a code task, is it? Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to make a memory game uh, for them to uh, get an interview. So they went through my code and they really liked it. And uh, so I went through my first interview with them and... um, I just went through the code and explained what I was thinking and stuff like that. And he asked questions of what I would do differently if I had the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he will be in contact with me for a second interview if, uh, if it went well. And obviously it did. So uh, I went to the second interview where I had to code with another developer on the team. Uh, and what I really liked about that was, um, in some interviews, you have to code, like they give you a task in the second interview and you have to code, uh, for them, but actually here, they made it really comfortable. Like it was not any pressure because you just had to come up with a solution and the other developer had to write the code for you. So you could only just think about what kind of solution you would do for that task. And it made me feel really relaxed because I don't code well under pressure. So <laughs> um, so it was um, a very nice experience and they liked me a lot and they said that I communicated well with them and that was kind of, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> two More seconds.
0: Is- you were saying about how they liked you and it made you comfortable.
1: Yeah, and uh, they said that I communicated really well and that was kind of what they were looking for, how well I could communicate with others on the team. Um, and then I, when I was done there, I waited for around two weeks, I think, because they had un- other people to go through as well. And on Monday, I got a job offer there and they said that um, like my technical skills weren't... Uh, probably the best, but they saw a good potential in me. So, and they liked very much how I could communicate the code with others as well. So that's kind of what pushed me through. And um, so, uh, yeah, (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Do you want to know more about the company or?
0: I think that's amazing. And one one, one hearing from you is that, When you interviewed there were two parts to it. There was the technical part and there was like the soft skills, the communication side of things. What would you say to someone who perhaps isn't sure about the value of communication skills? I think that when people start out, especially uh, learning to code, there's this idea that the better developer, the better coder you can be, the more likely you are to get a job. But those communication skills are so important.
1: Yeah, so um, what I think is great from this experience is that I was kind of like those people that thought that, okay, I have to know this perfectly because if they ask me something and I don't know how to code it straight away, then I won't ever get a job. But um, what I learned from this is that as long as you have like the thought process, and you know how to communicate it well to to other developers as well, like it's really important to know how to communicate in this role because you will be working with other people. Um, so so you kind of just have to get out of your comfort zone if you're not like. If you don't know how to explain code to others, then I, my biggest, uh, uh, what will I say? Um, my biggest tip for you is that you write a code and you try to explain it. If you have anybody to explain it to, then you should try it. Even if they don't understand, because it's just really good for you to explain it to others and make it as simple as possible. So even that, uh, non-developer could understand what you're doing um so i think that's a really good skill to have and as i said that my interviewer said that my technical skills weren't the best but i kind of pushed through with that i had a good communication skill
0: There's a lot I really want to dig into here. like How you found the job by accident in the console. I'm curious to know what opportunities this company is giving you. It sounds like if they love your communication and your attitude, it sounds like they're willing to invest in you as a developer and help you level up your technical ability. I really want to get into that. But just for context, would it be okay if you told us a little bit about your background? I know your communication skills are great. I imagine that might have something to do with your previous professional experience. So maybe you can take us through that journey of your previous career and how you transitioned into technology.
1: Yeah, so I started, um, as I talked to you about before as well, I started in the retail business. I have actually worked. I started my career as uh, in a phone sale you call it that. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: and, uh, you obviously have to have communication skills because you're talking to people all the time and you have to sell them things. So I started that when I was 16 and then I worked my way over into retail. I thought that, wow, I really want to do this further. So I started actually a bachelor's degree in retail management. Um, And uh, I went there for about one year, and then I got pregnant. So uh, since I had a really bad pregnancy at first, I struggled a lot. uh, So I missed a lot of classes. Um, So my doctor and I uh, agreed on that I had to take a leave from school because I couldn't I couldn't finish it either way so I wouldn't have passed my exams or anything so um so I took a pregnancy leave and I got my child in April when I was supposed to kind of have my exams for the second uh, second year um and about four months later I got pregnant again (laughs) and uh I got my second child in May, the year after. So I was actually supposed to graduate that year and have my bachelor's degree, but instead I was a mother of two. Actually, about, I don't know, two two or yeah maybe two years later, they dropped uh, the bachelor's degree from the school completely because it wasn't enough appliers for the study. Um, So it kind of kept me thinking, like, is this what I really want to do? Because if I go back and I take two more years and I actually have to go back to my old job, I don't feel like it's worth the time. Like you use, it's a private school. So you use a lot of money just to take, just to take like those two years. So I talked to my, um, to my boyfriend. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And he actually has a bachelor in interaction design. Is that, uh, right. Do you call it interaction design?
0: <laughs> I think that, I think that sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, uh, so he had been through kind of different programming languages and stuff in school as well. So he kind of opened my eyes to that path and, I thought to myself, Wow, uh, that seems really hard, like programming and developing, and in my head, I thought that no, you have to be super smart to understand those things like i can't I can't be a developer because in my head, I wasn't smart enough to do it, but he uh, gave me a site. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it had like a tutorial of basic HTML and CSS and a little bit of JavaScript. And mm-hmm. I found myself really enjoying it. And I, and I thought that, okay. So I searched a little bit online and I found a one-year course in a college here in Norway in front-end development. And I thought, uh, I can use one year, because if I don't like it, it won't be the end of the world because it's just one year. Uh, and I don't have to like, uh, commit to it completely. Like if I do a bachelor's degree, then I have to do, or I don't have to do three years, but you, you have to go three years to get like your degree. Um, so I thought about it a lot and I thought, yeah, why not? Like, this seems really interesting, and I really enjoy this as of now, so I will just try it out. And it actually went with like that me, my boyfriend, and his brother studied uh, front-end development in, awesome. in the same class. Uh, so I had a lot of help from him and I think that's what pushed me through the year as well. Uh, especially when uh, uh, Corona came and we had to be home. Like it was really oh, yeah. comfort comforting to have him there so we could like talk to each other and go through and he was in the same class as well. So he knew exactly uh, what I was str- struggling with and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed my first year but when i was done i felt like okay am i job ready uh and yeah and i didn't feel like my skills were good enough i had learned a lot but it was a really intensive year so we kind of just scratched the surface on different languages and stuff like that um so so I was like, no, I don't feel job ready at all. Like I, I will apply to jobs even though I don't feel qualified, but mm-hmm. I I want to be prepared as well. I want to really know what I'm doing because um, if I get a job interview and I'm just sitting there, like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know why I got the job interview at all. <laughs> but uh, so actually Pear from Scrimba, he had um, – Uh, he was in our class and talked about scrimba Uh, yeah because our teacher used scrimba as a learning platform he used it uh, to record his classes and uh, and uh, stuff like that so we used it a lot during the pandemic actually Uh, so that's why i found out about you guys in the first place i think by the end of the summer the same year that I, after I graduated you got the front end course if i remember correctly
0: that's right i think you I can,
1: launched uh, it like in august or something time, yeah yeah uh, and i was like this is perfect for me because i can go through everything from scratch and i feel like i will benefit a lot just to go through it all and um and especially to have it by a different teacher as well. And also in English, I feel like that's a, a huge plus that it was in English. Um, just because you you use a lot of English words when you kind of explain the code in the Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I felt like I really got a much deeper knowledge of it all and kind of could see a little bit better how it all was put together. Uh, so, so I felt like that helped me a lot during my uh, job interview search and, or job search as well, um, because I got a lot more confident in the code I was writing as well. And, but what I will say is that uh, if the other students are watching that, even though it's a great tutorial, like you shouldn't depend on it. Uh, too much because I feel like, um, especially when I got, uh, other job interviews, uh, they usually gave me like a cold task first. Um, and by doing that, I actually learned a lot because, uh, in many tutorials, you, you kind kind of get told what to do. So you won't have to think for yourself uh, because they uh, usually ask you to, oh, write a for loop or uh, do this, and and then you kind of get, oh, that's what I have to do, but you you don't exactly know when it should be used, and that would that you learn that by doing projects of your own. So 100%. yeah, so that's what I usually did as well because. I felt like you learn a lot more by putting those exercises in real life. Um, And uh, you have to think for yourself and you have to solve it all by yourself. So that's when the learning process really sets in. And lets you know, like, oh, I have to do this. And of course you have Google, you can search Google a lot or go back to the tutorial videos if you're stuck, stuff like that. So, so I felt like that really helped me in my job process as well, because when, when I did all those tasks that I didn't always get an interview, but it was a really good learning experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt a lot more confident that what I wrote was it wasn't the most cleanest code. Like you could see that it was a junior developer that did that, but, but um, just to have to think for yourself. I think that's a very good learning tip.
0: And so, Benedicta, you said that when you started programming, looked so intimidating, really hard. (laughs) How do you feel about it today? Like, I know a lot of people can relate to that. They might be early on in their journey and thinking, oh, I'm just not getting this stuff. I've been at it for weeks, maybe months, and I'm really struggling. Can you relate to that feeling and how did you overcome it?
1: I can relate to that 100% because I went through uh, kind of a hard time in – yeah, probably around November or December because it's been like half a year since I since I was finished with my school and I got a B on, on my exam. So I was really happy about that. But at the same time, I felt like, okay, I'm going nowhere. I'm not learning anything. And I felt like I had just sunken down into a hole because I didn't get, any interviews, I uh, didn't get an answer on my applications. And uh, I kind of felt like, okay, what's the point? I have used one year of my life and now I have used a half year as well by doing the Scrimba course. And I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Like all, all the things I've done, it's not been enough. And so, I had to take a break from it all. Actually, I quit searching for jobs. I quit watching videos and I was just like, okay, do I have to go back to retail business? Is, is it just not meant for me to be a developer? And so I had a sit down around Yeah, around New Year's Eve, I think with my uh, with my boyfriend and just talked through it all. And he kind of just asked me like, "Okay, but why did you start this? Like, why did you do it at all if you just want to quit right now? And I had to go deep into myself and just think about really hard. Like, why am I doing this? Why did I start this journey at all? And I thought about how fun I think it is and how hard it is at the same time. And that's what kind of makes it fun because when you finally crack that code and you finally learn just, Oh, I, I understand it now. Like you get such a good feeling from it. And, and I felt like this job was kind of meant for me because I feel like it's safe. The job market is very good right now, even though we're in a pandemic, it's, it's not easy to get a job, but at the same time, it's, it's more jobs out there than in, for example, the retail business. And I have two kids as well that I have to think of, and I want like a stable, a stable job that won't, that, uh, what, what should I say? Um. That even though what kind of things would deal with like in the regular life, all, all this pandemic as well, like you see the tech, the tech business is, is thriving right now because, uh, they don't have to, they don't have to shut down. They can work from home. I know that a lot of people has, uh, lost their jobs like, um very much so in retail because they can't have anything open right now. So, and they can't work at home as well. So yeah, yeah. so they have a really difficult time. And I think that a lot of people has really opened up their eyes to why we have to have things more digitalized.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so I felt like when we were in this pandemic as well, I felt like, wow, this is really the right direction for me because you, I feel like you won't find as stable job market anywhere as in technology.
0: Yeah, well, um, you've gone from the most volatile job market in retail, where all the stores have closed, <laughs> to one of the most stable, where everybody yeah. is, you know, going to the internet. They need to use apps. Someone has to build those apps and websites. Yeah, and now that's you.
1: Exactly. So, um, so um, I I really just went through a lot of thought process and. Kind of just picked myself up and started again and uh, just yeah just two months later I got a job Praise. so <laughs> so it's really it's it's really great but I can really understand people if they don't feel like it's working out for them because I've been there myself and it's it's really hard to kind of pick yourself up but I think yeah. if you're if you're in that, I think that it's really great to just take a break from it all and just really think about why you started in the first place and kind of motivate you to keep going or stuff like
0: that. For sure. Find, find your why the, yeah. the reason why you're doing it. Really. And then, yeah, it was like you were digging for gold and yeah. you were just one pickaxe thing away from the gold and you just yeah. took a break. And when you came back, you broke through.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I think that I think that it's really important to just, as you said, to remember the why—why why you got started in it all, and why you wanted to change your job or stuff like that.
0: I love all this insight, Benedicta. I know it's incredibly valuable. Can we maybe delve into the specifics? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no! <laughs> Listening to this back is quite funny. This is just a quick editorial note to save it benedictus spilled her coffee and we thought it was funny thanks the interview okay so we found our uh, intro clip yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about doesn't it. get okay. better
1: than that <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but seriously, Benedicta, I'm loving all your insight. I think it's so inspiring. Yeah. I was hoping we could dig in a little bit to the specifics about your job application process. Because you mentioned that towards the end of last year, if I understand your timeline correctly, you started applying, but you weren't really getting responses, let alone interviews. Yeah. What changed?
1: Um I don't know exactly. I think that maybe I was just lucky. Um, because I, I didn't like, I just sent my resume and like, uh, uh, do you call it a cover letter?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, before Christmas, I had like maybe two, two two job interviews, like I got like code tasks and stuff, but I didn't many, just start to
0: interrupt you. just out of interest. How many like applications did you send to get those two oh, or three interviews? Oh,
1: I don't know. Um, when I first was done with my, uh, with my, uh, I had hope to say degree, but it's not kind of a degree, but when I was done with school, um, then I probably sent a lot during The summer um but i don't have like the specific number but i kind of i kind of tried to apply for everything that i felt qualified for um and uh what i think is intimidating when you when you search for a job is that usually under the qualification it says that you either have to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or you have to have the two years plus experience in like work related. Um, So that kind of intimidated me because I was like, Oh, but I only have one year. Like I I can't compete with these people that have like a bachelor's degree when they have three years. What did you do? Um, I applied for it anyway. I didn't get a response, but, (laughs) but it as, as I was thinking, like, the worst possible outcome is that you get a no like it's not gonna get worse than that you get a no and that's it and then you just move on to the next um and some people won't even answer you so (laughs) but but that's that's kind of like i had to say the charm of searching for a job but that's just how it is it will be that way i feel either way if it's retail or if it's uh, the technology business, you you probably won't get an uh, answer at all for some mm. job ads, but that's just how it is.
0: Tell me about the company that you got the job application from or the, or the job offer from, sorry, because what I think is interesting is how they acknowledged that, Benedicta, you're a great person to work with. We love your attitude and your communication skills. We're hiring you knowing that your technical skills on you know, it's the opposite. The other company was saying, Oh, you don't have enough experience. This company is saying you have enough for us to see potential and invest in. How did you find that company in the, like you said, you found it in the developer tools console or something. And where did you go from there?
1: Um, I don't remember specific, specifically that was a hard word specifically (laughs) what I was doing in the console, but, uh, I saw like, it says like, welcome to the console's gang or something like that. And do you want to get a job? And then it was a link to a job ad. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I've never seen that before. So I clicked it and I applied to it. And when I got the interview, they actually said that um, they had it there because they weren't actually looking for someone right now. But Mm -hmm. since there were about, I think, 10 people that found it in the console that was like okay we will just go through with them and see how it is um so uh, so it was actually by accident that i found the job ad because it were it wasn't on any other uh websites it was only in the console
0: can i, can I just say something yeah You mentioned that you were lucky, perhaps, to find this job. Yeah. And now you're saying, oh, it's a coincidence that I found this. But what I see there is a pattern. And when there's a pattern, it's probably not luck so much as you having a really... (laughs) Positive attitude yeah. and putting in the work, right? Because if you came across that thing in the developer console a year ago, you probably wouldn't have been ready, right? But because you'd been yeah. putting so much effort in and pushing through, you were ready. So please don't yeah. say it's like I think you're super <laughs> hardworking and it's awesome.
1: Thank you. So the first interview I had, I did a task before that interview. Can
0: and you tell it... us about the tasks, Benedicta, if that's okay? Um,
1: yeah, it was a memory game where you could pick the design yourself, you could actually do whatever you wanted to. They gave like a guideline of, uh, things you probably could think about, like make it responsive or, or, um, like adding a timer and stuff like that. But they said- Oh yeah,
0: I've seen this. It's on GitHub, right? And you put it. We can definitely link to that in the show notes in case anybody wants to check it out.
1: I've written the code a lot better now than I did.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) in the show notes of a disclaimer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because I had a look at it when I was done and I was like, oh, why did I do that? I could have done it a lot more. So I said that actually in the interview. I said Mm -hmm. things that I would do differently just so he knew that, It probably wasn't the best code, but I could do better.
0: How did you hear that you were through to the second phase? And what was that like? Was it on Zoom or in person? And what did you talk about?
1: No, because of the pandemic, then we just had to do it via Google Meet. Oh, cool. Um, So um, I had both my interviews through Google Meet. And um, what I really liked about the second interview is that... um, uh, first, I was very nervous. <laughs> I'm always nervous, but I was very nervous because I, I he told me that he sent an email and told me that I was uh, through to the second round and that I would be coding together with another developer on the team. Okay. Um, so I kind of just sent in him an, an email right away and asked like, okay, but how is the process? But I, I didn't quite figure out what they wanted out of me like what kind of things were they expecting from me during this interview and I felt that that was kind of the things that stressed me out a lot because um is it the way I communicate is it the way way I write code like I didn't kind of get a lot of information about that so I stressed a lot but when I came to the second interview then um it wasn't what I thought like at all um, they said to me that I would get a task and I will just have to communicate with the other developer on the team, like what I was thinking. So we were kind of like just talking back and forth
0: okay.
1: uh, what the best solution for for this type of uh, task was.
0: Can and you help yeah. me imagine that you were on like a Google Meet call with another developer from their team yeah. And presumably the, the hiring person was there too. Yeah.
1: He was just or, like sitting in the background and watching.
0: Yeah, that's stressful. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's really stressful.
0: And how do you collaborate? Oh, and you didn't need to worry about writing any code so you could just talk to her on Google Hangouts and she would write, yeah. the, or he or she would write the code. Yeah.
1: Um, what he said about that, I really like that because he said that um, when you kind of get a task and they ask you to like oh, do this, write a code that does this, like you get for a junior developer, or me, as I don't have a lot of experience in that field, like, Mm -hmm. you get kind of put on the spot. And there's a lot of pressure as well under an interview. So you probably won't do your best. Um, A lot of people, they do better under stress, but I'm like, I get all like, oh no, I can't do it. I can't do anything. Yeah, What's a for loop? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're programmers. We'll like, leave uh, performing under pressure to athletes and football yeah. players and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he said that he knows that uh, that's a lot of pressure to put on uh, myself. And he mm-hmm. said that he will do all the writing. What they expect from us is just that I communicate what I was thinking.
0: What was um, the challenge they gave you?
1: Uh, the challenge was that, uh, we had to, uh, create, um, what is it? Uh, like, um, select a form with select, um, where you could choose, what was it? Uh, I don't know the English words, but places in Norway, like you could choose places in Norway and it had to be developed on their site so they kind of put me directly in their uh, react (laughs) react app and everything so i was like oh my god what is this this looks completely greek for me (laughs) so because they had already seen my my coding skills if i should say it like that in the first interview so now Mm -hmm. they just wanted to see how well i could communicate it to others
0: for sure yeah see how you think through problems maybe yeah 'Cause you could I suppose you could have in theory found a memory game tutorial and <laughs> then the first yeah. one. Yeah, Whereas this exactly. time there was there was no room to like you just had to talk about how you would approach the problem and that and that's a scale of breaking a problem down and communicating it. So yeah. Sounds like a good fair challenge to me. And I'm really pleased to hear they put you at ease. because yeah. that, means, that means to me it feels likely you're going to have a really successful start at this company because yeah. you can jump right in.
1: Yeah. And I feel like also that when you kind of become intimidating to the person that you interview, you won't get the best side of them either. So, so I feel like they did a really good job with like calming me down, and then I could show them how well I could do. Like if they pressured me into something, or if I felt stressed, then I wouldn't have done an, uh, uh like a good job, then totally. at all. So, so I really love the process and. And exactly that they gave me, um, what is it, uh, constructive criticism. Like they said that my technical skills aren't at top, but they could see that they could work with me and just that they could give me a chance and really saw potential in me. That's, that's what made me love this job even more because I felt like, okay, you really took a chance on me. So now I have to prove myself and... I can really shine as a developer now. I felt like, no, I don't think I will get the job. Uh, But it's okay. I will just keep pushing further and stuff like that. So on Monday this week, uh, he called me. And he was like, uh, hi. And he had like a really long, like, um, so I was like, oh no, here it comes. <laughs> I think he did it on purpose though. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, but he was like, um, yeah. So how do you feel about a job offer? And I was like, no, I don't want it. No, uh, did you <laughs> no I didn't say that. Play- playing in his own
0: game. I like it.
1: <laughs> and, um, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> and um, and he said that uh, they they had actually hired another junior developer as well, and mm-hmm. she's also a girl, uh, so that's really cool. Um, and they said that her technical skills are better than mine, but at the same time, I kind of saved myself in with my communication skills Mm -hmm. and he feel like both me and her are very good for each other because we can learn a lot from each other so that's exciting I I don't know I don't know if maybe her communication skills weren't as good as mine so that's why you kind of feel like we can take a lot from each other in that perspective and just like they seem so chill and and just like they wanted to give me a chance, even though they knew that my technical skills weren't the best, then that's, that just shows a lot about what kind of, um, what will I say? What kind of
0: um, uh, culture maybe?
1: yeah like what kind of culture they have at work like you don't that,
0: that's my impression at least like it sounds like you've hit the jackpot in invert the- yeah. you're about to get paid to learn basically yeah which is exactly. considering you're beginning with your degree and having to drop out and then it's great now that you get an opportunity to, yeah. to earn while you learn
1: and I feel like it's kind of great for maybe a lot of Scrimba students as well to hear that uh, your technical skills don't have to be like perfection. You don't have to be super great to land a job because that was what I thought. I thought that, okay, I have to go through this front end course and I have to know everything in this front end course to get a job.
0: Um,
1: but this just really showed me that, um, okay, as long as your technical skills are there, they don't have to be the best, but, um, but the communication skills is really important as well. And that was what I really learned about this, about this journey to, to get a job that you, you really should know how to speak for yourself and how to present things to others. So, um, so it's really great. I, I feel really lucky that they would even give me a chance and, um, so so i'm really i'm really happy about this workplace
0: when do you start benedicto uh
1: next monday now next 15, monday that's exciting Fifteen february so uh it's really exciting i thought that i probably wouldn't start until like for march 1st Not but fair. uh but they just like Hey, can you start next week? And I was like, sure.
0: Well, it, took, it took so long to get back to about the yeah. job. I feel like oh, they're yeah. making up time now.
1: Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm really, um, not nervous about, but since it's like we can't go to the office and stuff, I'm, I'm really excited to see how, how like, my job will be because uh, they can't like train me, they have to train me over the screen. So I feel like it will be maybe a little bit more difficult, but I hope it will be a good experience as well.
0: 100%. Yeah. Well, Benedicta, thank you so much for joining me. Your insight is spot on, I think, and I'm super excited for you. Next Monday, I think the whole team at Scrimba is going to be rooting for you to have a good day. Yeah, (laughs) thank you so much. I'm sure you'll be super successful in it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Hope I did good.